You are described as an environmental uh, ec economist. What does that mean, and does that mean you're part of the politics of all this or not? Well, certainly not part of the politics, although we get pulled into the politics all the time because somebody likes a number and wants to cherry-pick it, somebody doesn't like a number and wants to cherry-pick it. So we tend our analytics and our analysis gets pulled into the, into the politics. And, you know, because we, as, as, as environmental economists or as policy people, we assess government policy we also assess proposed election platforms in election 43. Um, we, we, yeah, we, we, we tend to sort of, you know, sit front and center of the debate because we're sort of saying, well, what do you get for what, what do you spend with, with, with these policy proposals like this trees proposal? Okay, so but you say that the, 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 this idea launched by uh, the – well, he wasn't the prime minister at that point. He was just the liberal candidate at the end of September to plant the two billion trees – is feasible, which is a big step forward, I guess. But what has to what has to be done to make it a reality? Yeah, well, that's right. So we, we, you know, there's a lot of forest science to go down. You know, it has to happen. And I'm not a forest scientist, right? We sort of took a look at the literature that the forest scientists put out there and say, okay, you know, can you know, is this feasible? Can we plant this many trees? So that was the first thing we looked at. Um, so annually, we harvest about a billion. Uh, a billion hectares of trees, and this proposal works out to be planting about a billion hectares of trees over 10 years. Um, so, you know, that puts it into scale for you. So when you look at those sort of numbers, you know, we're already planting a lot of trees. You know, we're basically, uh, you know, planting that many trees on an annual basis to, to, to replace, you know, what we've harvested. So it, it doesn't, you know, this proposal doesn't look really offside with what we're already doing. Okay, but, I mean, the thing is... Um environmentalists keep saying it's not a magic bullet and yet and yet and yet everywhere around the world know that swiss study the study by the guy in switzerland uh over a trillion trees i mean it does appear somehow to be a magic bullet so what makes me wonder is who's the opposition going to be do you figure well so i mean to, to go to these deep reduction targets, these decarbonization targets we're talking about, net zero by 2050, you know, reversing dangerous climate change by 2050, we're going to have to basically squeeze, you know, fossil fuel out of out of our energy use. And then we're going to have to do other stuff to basically reduce sort of the ongoing problem we have in the atmosphere. And, and really trees help help with that quite a bit. Natural capital helps with that quite a bit. So we really need a portfolio of measures. And anyone, you know, anytime somebody says to you, oh, this this magic bullet is going to solve the climate problem. They really don't understand the complexity. So, so all that to say, yeah, we got to be planting trees. We got to be, you know, driving EVs. We have to have tap and trade like Ontario, like like sorry, Quebec has. Uh, you know, we have to invest in in clean energy. Need more electricity coming out of Quebec into the U.S. So yeah, we need a whole portfolio, and and it's it's just really good to see this trees being added to that portfolio. You must feel like you're on a trampoline, though, because, I mean, you see a certain young lady from Stockholm come over and turn the world on, and then you see what happened in Madrid. How do you, how do you cope with that, just as a person? Uh, what a great question. So, yeah, you have to be a, a glass-half-full person to be in climate policy for a long time. So let's go back in time. You know, we had... We had Prime Minister Kretchen saying he's going to do something. Kyoto, Kyoto, let's go. Green plan. Nothing happens, right? We, you know, we have Harper. Hey, we're going to do something in 2006. He had a very aggressive climate policy, and then he backed away. 
You know, we've got Ontario. Hey, cap and trade. We're going we're gonna to cap and trade with Quebec. We're going to link. We're going to trade permits. We're going to align a bunch of our programs. Doug Ford comes along, backs away, you know? So, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it, but, but at the same time, it's a bit of an intractable problem because we use so much fuel. It's dripping. Everything we do is dripping in fossil fuel. It's so embedded. It's so cheap. It's so easy. Uh, it's so, you know, we're locked into fossil infrastructure. So, yeah, it's, it's, yeah you got to be pretty optimistic. Last question, how do you see it unfolding? Just, I mean, again, you're a scientist and an economist. Macro vision on your part, how do you see it unfolding? Any idea? Well, I I look at what the Trudeau government has done and what the Quebec government have done and what other governments like British Columbia have done, which is basically putting in a whole range of policies that they can basically, you know, turn the knobs and the dials to basically transition economies off. And these, as I said, these things take time, right? So mm-hmm. cars take time to retire. You know, hybrids come in behind the, 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 uh, the, the fossil, fossil cars. So all that to say, is it just takes time. And I'm optimistic about the policies we have. And this tree policy is a new one that we needed. It was actually a really important one. So governments are continuing to roll these things out. Is it fast enough? That's an open question. Probably not. Ooh. Is it better than where we were four years ago? Absolutely. Okay, you just the, the last sentence brought a bit smile, a bit of a smile to my face. Thank you so much for the work you're doing for all of us. Thank you. Thank you for your time.